0: Okay. So I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14, I have used Maybelline for that long and their new lifter flump lip gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm just that girl. I'm sorry, I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new lifter plump, okay? Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tanks. Happy Monday. Um, Don't forget, new episodes are released every Monday and Friday, so remember to like and subscribe to the show on the SiriusXM app, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Also, some exciting news, the radio show launches March 16th. Um, at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. And it's going to be live every Wednesday. Um, so we're going to start taking your calls and you can send in questions. If you want to leave me a voicemail, it's 866-993-8267. Sorry, numbers are hard for me. I have dyslexia. That's not a joke. I really do. Or you can email us, It's me, Tinks, at SiriusXM.com. Every time I have to read out a number, it takes me back to math class. And they would be like, okay, read the number. And I'd be like, mm, this is not going to go well for me. But that's okay. I'm right brain sided. You know, some people are left brain, some are right brain. I was actually talking to someone this weekend about how I have a theory that like left brain people are good at baking and right brain people are good at cooking. Um, and because baking is a science, right? To bake, you need to measure out everything so specifically. And when it says like, oh, measure a cup, I'm like, what's a cup? What do you mean baking soda? Is that the same thing as baking powder? I don't know. Give me a slab of meat and some olive oil and I'll be fine. Any sort of vegetables I can roast the absolute shit out of. But I have never made a muffin to completion in my life. And I'm OK with that. Um, how was everyone's weekend? Uh, I had a nice weekend. And guys, before we really get into it, I want to say uh, again, the the ongoing situation in Ukraine is horrific And overwhelming and just incredibly sad on a level that is hard to put into words. And a lot of you were messaging me yesterday saying, you know, you've you've having really bad Sunday scaries and a lot of anxiety and I get it. Right. Um And I want to tread super lightly here, but I but I understand because it's the images, the videos, the information that's coming out is so horrific. And then, you know, maybe you went out this weekend and then you woke up on Sunday and you're looking at this and it's just it's it's overwhelming. Um, And I'm going to continue to hold space for the victims of this senseless violence. Um, And I have donated to Bethany Frankel's organization, Be Strong. Uh, why do I like it? Because Bethany gives incredibly detailed updates about where the money is going and how it's helping. And it's specifically helping displace Ukrainians. Um and I, if you have time today, I urge you to just look through Bethany's Twitter uh, or check out her Instagram. She's amazing. She's really, really doing some important work. Um, so that's where I've chosen to donate. I'm going to put the the link to that in the show, no, show notes in case you want to donate, too. Um, and again, I'm, I'm with you guys. I I really do feel now more than ever we are in this together. We need to we need to be together, pray together together. Um, and just, and just really take it easy because this is just this horrible stuff. So, uh, again, thinking about all the victims of this horrible atrocities that are going on. Um, okay. Again, difficult transition, but I'm going to try to offer some distraction, um, in the form of the pod. So what, what did I do this weekend? Uh, Friday came around and I was just jonesing for a a specific pasta. Do you ever get that? Where you just think about a specific pasta and a specific cocktail all week. I did that. I went to Olivetta. If you're coming to LA or you live in LA, you got to go. And the order is pesto pasta and a tequila carrot. It's just such a great combo. Um, and then what else did I do this weekend? Went to Malibu as per usual, had a nice time, always good to get outside, get the fresh air. Um, and went to the farmer's market. I, also, I have to apologize to the followers that I met at Craig's on Saturday night, because they bought a Sunday. My, if you don't know, I have a Sunday named after me at Craig's. Tink's is Hot Girl Sunday, and I was excited, and we were vibing, and then they were like, "You should have some," and then I, I ate the whole thing. So, and then I, I think I like ran away. Anyway, I had a lot of cocktails on Saturday night, so I'm sorry. But at least you got a true. Tinks experience. Not only did you eat get to try the Sunday, although I don't know how much you got to try of it because I think you ate all of it. Um, but you also got, you know, a pretty a pretty true uh true Tinks uh, experience. So there's that. Sunday, farmers market which I am now renaming dips and dilfs because there are so many dilfs at the farmers market it's overwhelming. They're all with their cute kids and their designer dogs and their expensive strollers and they're wearing like, you know, their their sweatpants to show that they're a cool dad. I love that. I love when you can see a dad and he's like, "No, I'm still cool." Like I've still got it. I'm I have young kids. I'm like, "I'm still cool." Especially in LA, that's such a thing. Um and then I had the girls over for a pool day. I just was I grew up dreaming of of stuff like that, of being able to call my friends up and be like, hey, do you guys want to come and have wine and just chill? So we had a nice time. And then why am I even talking about anything else? Euphoria. Um, If you haven't watched it yet, there will be spoilers. OK, so I don't know if they named the episodes, but if I had named this episode, I would call it uh, No Answers, Just Vibes because there were so many holes, you know, there were so many holes. I feel like. There was all these plot lines. There's so much going on. And then they were like, to Sam Levinson, the director, they were like, oh, by the way, this is the last episode. And he was like, wait, this one? I had like six more episodes for this season in my head. And they were like, no, bro, wrap it up. And he was like, okay, I guess I'll just like chop and change these random chunks and put them, smash them all together in this like deeply upsetting episode. Uh, Elliot, let's just. talk about this for first of all he he gave an American Idol audition he sang a fucking five minute song in a 59 minute episode I need every second to go to Fez to Rue to all the important people I don't want to hear Elliot's five minute song I know that it's Dominic Fike, and you guys all think he's hot and he's a real singer in real life that's great why doesn't he save his singing for real life okay I need more euphoria time um so that was annoying. And then at the end, he was like, I am not finished. I was like, you are finished, buddy. OK, it's a five minute song. You're done. You're done. Um, Nate and Cal. Yeah, Cal, just a little too late, isn't it, mate? You you get everything that's coming to you. You get it. You you get what you deserve, bro, for trauma dumping on your family and then just peacing out. Um, so, Mr. Cal, you have everything that's coming to you. Um listen I'm really glad that Rue and Lexi kind of had a a real conversation because they were really good friends and like this has been painful for Lexi um and I'm glad that they kind of had an actual heart to heart that was good the ashtray Fesco thing oh my god I mean I think the entire everyone was just sobbing last night I I mean it was so sad I think You know, it's in those moments that you realize that Astray is a child. Like he acts so mature and he's been put in these crazy situations his whole life. But in this moment, in his stubbornness, in his in his unwillingness to stand down, you realize like he is 12. You know what I mean? And he's just had this incredibly traumatic life. Someone I saw was saying on TikTok, like maybe he has like a band. Well, obviously he has abandonment issues and sometimes people with abandonment issues, they will do anything to like not be separated from people that they love. And that was kind of where it was coming from. I mean, it was so sad. Faye turned out to be a real one. Thanks, Faye. Didn't think you'd come f- through for, for us like that, but you did. So good on you. Not that it fucking helped. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you guys think Fezco is going to live? I think he's going to live. I think it was incredibly mean that we didn't get a a fexy kiss, a Fezco Lexi little smooch. I was personally holding out for that. Um, yeah, frustrating. They could have just, they could have pegged the whole thing on Lori. It was perfect. There was an out. So painful to watch. So sad. I love Fezco. Honestly, my crush on him has like, it hasn't died down, but for me, when everybody likes someone, it it makes me fancy them less because I'm like, oh man, I'm just a sheep. Like, you know, he's still hot, but I hope he lives. He put out a really funny TikTok this morning. Angus Cloud, the actor, he's in the airport, and he was like, "I'm I'm flying, and like, look who I ran into. It's my sister." And he had the cover of Cosmopolitan with Sydney Sweeney on it, Um, which I thought was really cute. And then, okay, the Cassie meltdown, um, the Maddie slap. Yeah, Cassie, she, you know, she. There's not a lot of thought. You know, Cassie's not a forward thinker. That's something that I think is really interesting. She's not a plotter. She she doesn't really think about the grand scheme of things. She just kind of does whatever pops into her head. Um, And in the end, she kind of made herself look like an even bigger fool. Um, uh, With going on stage, ruining the sisters' play, you know. It's just like, I don't know. Maddie, my queen forever, I love her. Really eerie, really scary when she said don't worry, this is just the beginning. Because she knows the type of cyclical abuse that Cassie's just opted into with Nate. Really, really eerie and scary. But it seemed like they were almost kind of had a mutual understanding at that point. Um, Yeah. Overall, I thought it was sad. You know, I, I cried. I didn't love the episode. I thought it was actually the weakest of the season. I thought it was very disjointed. I I do feel like it was kind of chopped and changed together. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say is Jules, you really realize in this moment, in this episode, like Jules and Rue, their whole relationship was based on just like attraction and, and almost like an unhealthy codependency, they don't actually know a lot about each other. Like I felt like Jules was discovering so much of about Rue in the play. And that's when you realize it was just one of those whirlwind, like intoxicating relationships, but they don't actually know that much about each other. Um so that's that. I can't believe we don't have euphoria until 2024. That's so far away. What the f are we going to watch now, guys? I need a new show. I haven't been able to get into anything. Livy keeps telling me to watch Real Housewives of Miami on Peacock. So, maybe I'll be buying myself a Peacock uh, subscription. Actually, recently I I deleted my cable, like the normal TV or whatever, because first of all, I couldn't figure out how to work it. Second of all, it never worked. So, I decided I'm just going to be a streaming a streaming bitch. Just got all the all the streaming services including my ex's hbo max if you're listening to this thank you for doing one nice thing and letting me keep that i know you know that i use it and i really honestly it's the least you can do so i appreciate it thank you With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty free, and climate neutral. Certified, And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy. And it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Blowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from OSEA. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code TINKS at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Okay, it was also the SAG Awards and I'm I love an awards show as you guys know because I love to rate the outfits. Kind of poor planning to put it on the same night as the last episode of Euphoria. The chokehold that Euphoria has on all of us. I went on TikTok this morning it was just like Euphoria recap after Euphoria recap. But I will just wanted to I did I did I did just want to say I thought Vanessa Hudgens looked really hot. And also the actress from uh I think her name is Alexandra Daddario maybe. I probably mispronounced that. I'm sorry, but I thought she looked phenomenal. I might do a little um, recap on outfits uh, later today on Instagram. And speaking of outfits, oh my God, I I put up this thing on Saturday morning about posing. Guys, I'm proud to say that I have never facetuned more f- for no other reason. <laughs> Let me back up. I've never facetuned partially because I Couldn't figure that out. Talk about left brain, right brain. It seems far too technical for me. No disrespect, if you do Facetune, that's a conversation for another time. But I am very good at posing my body. This is what I was saying on Instagram on Saturday morning, to the point where sometimes I feel like it can almost be misleading. Like I can make my body look a certain way in photos, and why wouldn't you, right? Like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's any anything wrong with like optimizing how you look in a photo, but you know me, transparency, I know I have a lot of impressionable young women following me. And I always just want to say, you can look completely different in the way you pose. And also part of growing up is learning how to pose, is learning what look, how your body looks good in clothes, how to look good in photos. So I posted a, t- a TikTok part one on how to pose, but I'm going to do a whole series because it is crazy. The difference between a good pose and a bad pose, you can look totally different in a photo. Yet another reminder that social media is not always real. Okay, it's not fake, because that is my body, but I definitely am optimizing it. And also with clothes, like long torso gang, you have to figure out, you know, what you look good in. You would not see me in low rise pants. No, ma'am, not in this life. And that's just part of growing up. Like you just, it's trial and error. Because a lot of You guys were commenting, well, well, how do I know what body type I have, what would I look good in? It's trial and error. It's ordering a bunch of stuff on Revolve and trying out different pants styles and figuring out which ones flatter your body. Like, do you have long legs? Okay, then you're gonna wear like shorter stuff. Do you have a long torso like me? Then you're gonna wear high waisted pants and a little crop. Like you can optimize what you have. And I actually think it can be a very empowering experience because you kind of learn to appreciate, you know, what parts of your body you want to accentuate. Like maybe you have great arms. You know, I always think about Michelle Obama. She has the best arms ever and she wore a lot of like sleeveless dresses and she looks so good in them. And like, that's a great example, you know, so find out what you love about your body and then optimize for it. And then in terms of posing, you just have to learn what how the camera hits you and how you can angle your body. But in short, create angles. Like never just be looking like a SpongeBob block. Always be creating angles. And also guys, for me now, I've been in so many photo shoots lately. Whew. A lot of photo shoots. Um and you, you kind of just have to get over like that some photos you're just gonna look bad in, you know? Um I will never forget when one of you messaged me I know you meant it in a nice way. Someone DM'd me and said, I love how comfortable you are with putting ugly photos of yourself on the internet. And I know that she actually meant it in a in a nice way. I don't care anymore. I think it's honestly a product of having my photo taken more now that I'm like, listen, it's a rule, it's a numbers game, right? Like if you take a hundred photos, some of them are gonna be bad. It doesn't mean they're ugly, it doesn't mean anything about you. It just means it just means that you took a bad photo. Um Okay. Non-negotiables. So I mentioned this on Friday and lots of diamond emojis. Also don't forget, if you want me to talk more about something, use the diamond emoji. You can respond to a story. You can put it on Instagram. It doesn't even have to be my content. If you see something, you know, throw a diamond emoji, tag me, we'll talk more about it. Non-negotiables. Okay. So how do I keep sane? How do I manage my Mr. Anxiety? How do I manage Mr. Depression? Um, Routine and non-negotiables are two major pillars of that. And I mentioned it on Friday. I said I have to get up. I got up really early um, to do the treadmill to do a rich mom walk because otherwise I wouldn't have any time in my day for myself. And women are like rubber bands. OK, women are like rubber bands. We stretch and we stretch and we say, oh, yeah, sure. I can take on that extra project to work. Oh, yeah, I can pick up the cake for for, you know, Kelly's birthday. That's no problem. I'll get it after work. Oh, yeah, I can I can help out with the kids, uh, you know, with the kids school thing. Like, I'll make the costumes. No worries. We stretch and we stretch and we don't say no. And eventually. We have no time left for ourselves. We have very, very little left. And that is why I have a few non-negotiables. Non-negotiables are three or four things in your day or your week that you carve out time for no matter what. No matter if it's the busiest week ever. No matter if, um, you know, it's your kids are having a busy week at school. No matter if you're going for a promotion at work. Like, yes, those things are so important, but you need to have a couple non-negotiables for yourself. Um, mine are walking every day, even if it's a short walk, even if it's literally 10 minutes, I have to, I have to walk. It's just a thing. Um, reading for me, reading hasn't always been a non-negotiable for me, but I found lately that it really calms me down to read before bed. Even if it's again, just like a couple pages, or even if I listen to a book for five minutes before I go to bed, I really just need that in my day. And then, uh, drinking water. It's so simple, it doesn't have to be fancy, and journaling. For me, if I do those four things, I'm like, okay, no matter how crazy it gets, at least I have that. No one can take that from me. No matter how nuts things things become, I have those, and and they really help me feel good about myself um, and and help me to perform better in other areas of my life, because here's the secret you think that you're doing, you're being so great, like saying yes to everything and taking on extra responsibility at work and, and being there for your family and all that. But the truth is, if you don't fill up your cup first, then you can't help other people to the best of your ability. Whether that's in your job, in your family, in your friend group, whatever, you have to have a few things that you keep for you. So, you know, think about what they are. Maybe it's Maybe it's doing a face mask once a week, like you have your Sunday face mask time and that's it. Maybe maybe you're a runner. You know, I have a lot of friends who are runners and they're like, I got to run three or four times a week. And that's and that's your non-negotiable. I think that women often feel really guilty taking time for themselves, especially if it's something like going on a walk or working out because like they think, oh, is it is it connected to my vanity? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a life raft. Okay, your non-negotiables are what keep you afloat and nothing that that makes you feel good is silly. Okay, so what if it's a workout class? Workout classes are so much more than just being physical. It's it's such a mental break. Um, Maybe it's walking your dog. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's cooking. Think about your non-negotiables. Write them down um, and then stick to them even if it means getting up a little earlier, even if it means saying, you know, to your friends, I'm sorry guys, I can't come out tonight. You need those things to protect your energy um and and to to care for yourself. Um so take that energy into the week. Carve out time for yourself. Um my Monday mantra for today is kind of about manifesting and I know you guys want to talk more about this and I will but my Monday mantra for today is thoughts become things um and it's so powerful and and I I want to connect it back to just having my my girlfriends over to my house to to drink wine and hang on on Sundays and I used to dream of that like I can't explain it but when I was younger I used to dream of like having a happy you know adulthood and and being able to invite my friends over and one time I was watching this thing I can't remember when and and Chelsea Handler was saying like she was on an interview like maybe on MTV and she was like I have my girlfriends over and I have a a wine fridge in my closet and we just like sit in my closet and drink wine I can't remember where I saw that but I always used to think like wow I can't wait to have my friends over and drink wine (laughs) as silly and simple as that sounds but thoughts become things um so think positively and and think about what you want to call into your life whether it's professional, romantic, spiritual, whatever. Um and be kind to one another, especially right now. Small things they add up, man. You know, give someone a compliment, wave, smile, pat your friend's arm, um hold the elevator for someone. We could all use a little bit of extra kindness um right now. Um all right guys, that's all for me. Uh so don't forget to subscribe follow on the SiriusXM app Stitcher Apple or wherever you get your podcasts that you never miss an episode and if you want to talk more about something throw that diamond emoji on there have an amazing week guys I love you lots I'll see you Friday bye